This episode is brought to you by NordVPN. Listen up, nerds. No. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. America, from border to border and coast to coast and all the ships at sea. What? Hello, friends. Do you have a computer? Of course you do, because it's not 1987. Hell, you're listening to this on some kind of computer right now. But do you have a VPN? Oh, (laughs) what's a VPN, you ask? Well, my friend, a VPN is a virtual private network and it offers two key benefits. Enhanced privacy and security online. But VPNs do a lot more than that. VPNs shield your IP address, change your browsing location, and make online life easier. It's all about safety and security, my friends. But, like everything else in life, it's also about watching TV. Don't let your paid subscriptions go to waste. I use NordVPN to access my home content while I'm traveling. Wink, wink. Plus, secure your connection on public Wi-Fi in airports, hotels, cafes, anywhere you go when you're traveling. There's over 6,300 servers in 111 countries, and you can find a nearby server for the best VPN speeds. NordVPN is easy to use. Connect with one click or enable auto-connect for zero-click protection. And it's got amazing speed. NordVPN is one of the fastest VPNs out there. And with just one NordVPN account, you can use it on six devices. It supports every major platform, Windows, Android, iOS, Mac OS, Linux, even Android TV. I think those are all real. Don't miss out on all the awesome benefits for using a VPN. Go to nordvpn.com ifanboy today for a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. The link's in the show notes. Once again, that's nordvpn.com ifanboy. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Um, you ever feel like you really need to get something off your chest? This is this this is a, like a real thing. Like, if you're mad, if you're upset, if uh, if there's something going on, like the I, there's there's often for me an idea. Maybe it's a wrong. Maybe it's a moment. It's it's an injustice. It's something that because you, you keep going on and on over and over in your mind about it, and like that can create anger and resentment or shame, whatever it is. And very often. I have found, I am not a therapist, I have found that when you let it out, when you give it voice, when you say it out loud, um, sometimes it makes you feel better because you've, you've expressed it. And sometimes it makes you realize like, oh, this is not a big deal that I've, it's been stuck in my head. So you give voice to those things um, and it can make you feel a lot better. And shock of all shocks, therapy is one of those things that can help you do that. It can help you be able to say those things in a place where you don't need to worry about the repercussions of it, work your way through it, uh, figure out coping skills, how to get around it, you know, find, find ways to deal with that stuff instead of letting it fester. Um, if you are thinking of starting therapy, uh, if anything I said sounds familiar, you're like, oh, maybe my life would be a little better if I could deal with that kind of thing. You should give BetterHelp a try. It's fully online. It is convenient, flexible. It is suited to your schedule. That's the idea. That's what they're going for. Um, you can fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. That's a big deal. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. That that personal connection, I believe, to be super important. Again, I'm not a professional. Uh, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash iFanboy today. You get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash iFanboy. You are listening to an iFanboy special edition movie podcast, Whiteout. Hey, 
welcome to a special edition of the iFanboy podcast. Uh, every now and then we like to get together and talk about the comic book related movies that are released. And uh, that's what we're doing here about the Whiteout, which is the uh, movie adaptation of the graphic novel by Greg Rucka and Steve Lieber, published by Oni Press. My name is Ron Richards, and I'm here with Connor Kilpatrick. Hello, Ron. Hello, Connor. Good to hear from you. You too. Yeah, I was going to say good to see you, but I can't see you. So um, <laughs> I can turn the video on, but that might be creepy. <laughs> no, that might be creepy. Um, so like like I mentioned, uh, Whiteout uh, by Greg Rucka, Steve Lieber, was adapted into a movie starring Kate Beckinsale. Uh, it's been uh, on the on the verge of being released for like, what, two years now? <laughs> and uh, finally it came out, and I um, want to warn everybody, Connor and I saw the movie. We're going to talk about what happened in it. We might spoil it, so if you're planning on seeing the movie, you're going to hear what happened during it. But if you read the graphic novel, you already know, and... And most likely, uh, you're you're using this review to base whether you're going to go see it or not. So, but be warned. You know, some people, some of you are sensitive to that. So, well, it's it's funny because we talked to what Steve Lieber, what two years, yeah. two and a half years two ago half about years this. Ago, yeah. Whenever a movie is shot and then doesn't come out for years after that, it's always not usually a good sign. And when this film was released on Friday, all I saw on the internet. All I saw was that it was horrible. Now, wh- all I saw was a was it the wait, wait, all I saw was the worst movie that had come out in forever, and all I saw was horrible, and all of it was coming from people who hadn't actually seen the movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's a, that's the thing I was going to say is that you're right. Like typically, when a movie is shot and then it's supposed to be released, and the release gets pushed back and it gets juggled and it gets shelled and it gets picked back up, it's because and when it finally does come out, the studio just wants to be done with it, wants to put get rid of it, but. Right. They don't normally do things like press junkets and premieres and advertising and stuff like that. And this studio did a little bit of both. They delayed yeah. it, but they did it. They did a full Hollywood premiere. I mean, Rucka and Lieber were tweet, were twittering about going to that. Um, they did a big press junket last week for it. There were ads. There were I saw billboards and stuff like that. Like they were promoting it. So it's like right. I don't really know what the movie studio was intending with this movie. I, I I think they didn't want to write it off. Yeah, totally. But I mean, you know, it's. It's not doing well. Right. It, it made a one point seven million dollars on Friday, which oh god almighty, really? Which is really low. Oh, it's probably man. end up doing around five million dollars for the weekend. Man, if well, that. Well, so so uh, what, what, recap the story for folks who might never know, don't know. Okay, what it the is. story is U.S. Marshal Carrie Stetko is stationed in Antarctica at the science base there, and she's responsible for law and order on the base. And it's mostly misdemeanor, boring stuff, and she's, she's drunkenness and stuff. Yeah. You know, drunkenness and just you know people stealing stuff or you know things go missing. Nothing too serious. And then suddenly there's a murder, and suddenly there's another murder, and suddenly she has a whole big mess in her hands. And then away we go. And, and factor in that, that that they're two days away from evacuating the base for the winter. Right. And, you and know you can't go outside because it's minus yeah. sixty degrees, and you you can't you know you ha- if you are out there for more than five minutes, you know unprotected, you'll die. And, yeah. And that Whiteout, as a book, I don't want to get into the book too much, but this was one of the you know, two, year 2000 books. It didn't come out in 2000, but one of the books I bought in year 2000, which yeah. was a big year for me um, in terms of really expanding what I was reading. And one of the early graphic novels, early – it was an Oni Press book. I didn't really buy any Oni Press books at the time. And this was one of those early sort of gateway books. You know where I really got into other other comics, other press books. So it was a really important book for me. Yeah, and it's and it's a great book. I mean, it's, it's great Steve book. Lieber, black and white art is amazing. Uh, Greg Rucka writing. You know, this is kind of a precursor to Queen and Country. You know, so it's a great crime story. And and you know, if you're not if you're a fan of Rucka and or Lieber and you don't have, have haven't read White Out, you need to read it. 
Um, so the movie comes out, and you know, I don't know if it was a consequence of everybody complaining how horrible it was, but when I saw it, I didn't think it was that bad. Well, here, here's what I, here's my, 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 my one sentence review is: it wasn't awful, but it wasn't memorable. If anything, right. it wasn't if great, any, it wasn't bad. Yeah, if anything, it was just dreadfully mundane. In yes, that, in I that, think it, that was it. in that, it happened. Like mm-hmm. I saw that movie, and and one of the one of the I don't know about complaints or whatever, but criticism, and I don't know if this this criticism applies to the comic as well. But in the movie, it was just like, and I got to give credit. I, I went to I went to the movies with a friend of mine, and he said this. It's just that basically the story was very step by step. This thing yeah, happens, then this thing happens, then this thing happens, then this thing happens, and then it was over. You know, and it's and it's. I think it's a, a story that's kind of thin for a movie, at least in the movie these days, because I was actually thinking about this as I was watching it in. In that it, it's a superhero, not a superhero, but it's a comic book adaptation. People are yeah. used to big spectacle and superheroes and big action, and it's it's basically a crime thriller of the type that doesn't really get made anymore. Yeah, they don't make they don't make these kind of. This is an adult crime story. In adult, I mean that there's not a lot of quipping and action. It's it's just a lot of very you know, little humor, very uh, very tense you know, clues, yeah. Yeah. dead bodies, and then and then a little bit of fighting, but not tons and. It's really, it's really the kind of thing you don't see made anymore, and I think that's. I think I wonder if that's why a lot of the reactions are negative because it is sort of not exciting. Yeah, it sort of fits the mood of the of the story, which I think works well in in book form in that it's bleak and it's they're in this white area that's cold and harsh and unforgiving, and so the story itself kind of fits that mood. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed the first, I say, half hour or so and maybe even up until when the spirit showed up yeah thought, <laughs> gabriel mocked the actor which he's, who, who i didn't realize he was the spirit until i saw the credits i'm like oh it was gabriel mocked <laughs> he's a, he, he didn't he scored a one-two punch between the spirit and whiteout um <laughs> i just almost spit out my drink <laughs> his his first scene i thought he was really bad in, and then he got better as the movie went on like but i thought his when he when he did like little monologue when they find him and i thought oh he's he's not a good actor yeah and then i thought that kind of ground the movie to a halt a little bit but i you know it was what it was it wasn't i think you summed it up and my yeah. thoughts were the similar is that it wasn't it wasn't bad it, it was way better than a lot of movies i've seen this year it was way yeah. better than Wolverine, it was well made it was it looked good i mean the 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 setting is a great setting it's a great premise it's a, a murder in a- antarctica and the clock is ticking i mean like yeah. you, you know it, it it sells itself i i know why they would make it kate beckinsale wasn't that bad um, nor was she. Nor was she excessively prettied up, except for the opening scene where she's showering. Which, yeah, which. Eh, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Uh, you know, twist my arm, make me watch Kate Beckinsale shower. Um, <laughs> but yeah, other than that, like she didn't come off like bombshell. You know, no, she, yeah, I thought she was. She, was she, she looked kind of not bad, but you no know, normal. Like, yeah. she wasn't overly made up or anything. Um, my, my, she was fine as Kate Stecko. I love. You know what's his name? Uh, Scarrett. Tom, Tom Scarrett. He got old. Tom. He got old. He's, Yes, he did. But wow. he was still good. Yeah, he's great. I love Tom Scarrett. It's Space Camp. But um, but no, he. I was like, whoa, he got old. But he did. He was very good as Doc. I the the th- the thing was that I the only two areas that I could z- really zero in on criticisms were um, the Carrie Stecco flashbacks um, were really jarring. Like it just like they kept on flashing back to the same scene, this kind of pivotal scene in her career. But it was the it was the. F- Five flashbacks to the same scene. I got so so right. tired of seeing it. Like I, I could, and they revealed a little more each time. But it got to the point. Where I'm like, oh, enough with the Miami flashback, you know. Well, I, yeah, I will. The thing I'll just disagree with you about is is Dominic Cena or Senna is the director, and I don't think he's a good director. And I thought, yeah. I thought a lot of it. 
I thought a lot of the way it looked was the consequence of the background and how yes. beautiful it was. Yeah. I thought the way it was shot was very standard. Yeah. And I thought, in particular, the big action scene at the end where they fight. The that killer, was my other complaint. That was the, 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 was, the, you the tell fight what was going outside on right on the, the line. Yeah. Because the problem um, is, is that the movie is called Whiteout because of the what happens in the snow when the snow kicks up and the wind kicks up and you all you can see is white. You can't see six inches in front of you. And the problem is the fight during that. You can't see what's going on. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, I think there's ways around that, but like, yeah. I still, I still don't know how they got, they killed, you know, the guy. Like, yeah. he, he, all of a sudden, he's on the rope line, which because yep. they're all attached to rope lines when they walk around outside the base. All of a sudden, he's there, and the next moment, he's gone. They, they did, they did something to get him off the rope line. The wind took him, and I don't know. Yep. I still don't know what happened, but and, the, and I thought it, there was a lot. I mean, I thought a lot of it. He's just not. A, he did. He did. You know, he's he's done a very, he's done a, a long string of sort of standard films, and, and I think they yeah. got that. You know, he the, did uh, Swordfish. Oh. You know, yeah. he did uh, Gone in 60 Seconds. And oh, I did, like that movie, though. Yeah, but that's, yeah, you're, yeah. you're into cars, so I understand yeah. that. But he, but he did California. He's just, he's just not like a very notable director. And, right. and I think that sort of showed in the fact that it wasn't a very notable you, film. You it think was I like cars? You're into cars. You, you and your dad. Yeah, you're, I guess I am. Yeah, I, mean, I never thought about that. Yeah. Did that's, you go to see with your dad? Yeah, I did actually. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, yeah, no, I, I do, I, I do agree with you in, in that. I think the setting, kind of, you know, kind of uh, the 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 great views and and the scenery, the was, scenery was great. Yeah. Um, the fight scene I had a big problem with. The, the flashbacks I had a big problem with. I also had a big problem with, and I need. I ha- admittedly, I haven't read the book in maybe six years. Yeah. Like in a long time, I need to go back in the book because I wasn't clear. The the ultimate villains when they catch the, when they catch when they catch the murderer and then they have the fight with him and then ultimately when they find out who and I know we said we'd spoil it but but I kind of don't want to spoil it but because right. that's the only twist in the movie when they find out who the ultimate you know master plan behind the murders was yeah. um, I never understood their motivation or how they got involved in what happened um, essentially the the uh, some uh, scientists stumble upon a plane a Russian plane that crashed in the fifties. And in it contains uh, very valuable diamonds, uncut diamonds. And the the murders are related to trying to kill everyone associated to it and then the attempt to get the diamonds off the base. And right now I couldn't tell you how the two, the murderer and the mastermind knew about the diamonds, found out about the diamonds, were involved in the diamond heist. I don't know how. Well, so. I could tell you it would be spoiling it, I yeah. think. Well, my, my reasons are my, basically somebody got hurt and, uh. and so they called in someone to help. Oh, maybe I could see that. But yeah, yeah, it's a little stretchy, a little stretchy. There. Yeah, no, yeah. I know. There was and I don't know. I don't know if Greg Rucker handled it better in the book or not. So yeah, I, it's yeah. been a while since I read it. Actually, yeah. the, the best thing about the movie was it makes me want to reread the book. Exactly. Which, yes. Which, yeah. Yep. Same thing. Um, I did like. There was a couple of things I really. I liked Kate Beckinsale. I, yeah. I don't think he's horrible. Yeah. Um, Agreed. I really and again I don't remember if this is from the book or not, but the the guy in charge of the base, like the the, yep. the chief of the whole base. I thought she and him, every time they had a scene, they had a, little, they had a really great subtext going on. Yes. And I don't know if that's from the story or if they just decided – we. You know, For me, it felt like these characters, when they first got to the base, they had, they had a, an affair or something. Yep. And now, now, now it was always awkward because I always get this, this slightly awkward vibe from them. And I don't, if it was intentional, then it was, it was fantastic or if yep. I was just, just putting it into my own head. But every scene was sort of that awkward, oh, we've had sex and now we don't and now it's kind of weird. Yeah, I picked up on that too. Get. Yeah, um, and I thought that was a really good bit of acting between Kate Beckinsale and I don't know who was it, um, Sean Doyle. Maybe he was the guy. Either yeah. way, um, I, I really like the um, I really like the pilot. Yes, I thought he was good. I, I've seen him in, in something before. I can't put my name, finger on it, but um, I liked him. Um, Tom Skerritt was great. 
uh, some of the other actors weren't didn't really matter. Um, oh, he was in Studio Sixty. Oh, was he? Oh, yes, he Darius. was. He was Darius. The, oh, he was uh, Darius. You're right. He was the yeah. writer. He was the writer yeah. that yeah, that, that D.L. Hewley wrote in. Yes, I remember. Yeah. Um, the uh, the one thing uh, one thing that He's I thought, in the losers. That's oh, interesting. interesting. Oh, wow, that's good casting. That's really yeah. good casting. All right. Anyway, um, the one um, the the one thing that really did strike me though from the direction and maybe main, mainly from the DP standpoint was that not having read the book in six years, there were shots that I. When I saw and I blinked, I saw Steve Lieber's art. Right, like they did pick up. They it was true to the books, angles and sh- initial shots, which is smart. They, I'm glad they didn't throw that out the window. They, I did recognize stuff. Um, there's one point in the in the movie when uh, Carrie Stecco, Kate Beckinsale's character, is chased by when she first encounters the murderer guy, and she needs to run outside and she forgets her gloves. And she has to lock the door, and she ends up getting wicked bad frostbite, and two of her fingers go bad, and they have to get um, amputated. Uh, I remember reading the book, reading that in the book, and hating it, and I hated it just as much in the in in the movie, only because I'm queasy. But that, right. that I'm oh, glad they went oh. forward and did that. Like, yes, you don't you know normally have your your main actors get mutilated. Yeah, lose two fingers, um, harsh. And I was yeah. glad that they went for it and actually went all the way. Um, you know, it's it's funny because there was such a, just a torrent of negativity towards this movie. Yeah. I don't understand where it's coming from. Like, it's just an average film. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, I didn't think it was bad. It wasn't bad. It I was did. Average. I did see one review that said it's almost poetic in its boringness or something like that, which is like, <laughs> which is just being funny with it. But yeah, I mean, like we we were we were talking on Friday because like uh, you know when the Rotten Tomatoes uh, rating came out, it was like two percent. But like I, I dived in to read those reviews, and they weren't saying that it's a horrible movie. This isn't Catwoman. Yeah, like, it's not Catwoman. It's not Wolverine. Which yeah, I was but it's it was just- it's not Dark Knight. You know, oh. it's not Iron Man. You know, and so like oh. that's the, and what I thought was really interesting that very little not mar- Punisher, not Punisher. Yeah, thank God. Um, very little marketing of it being based on a graphic novel. Well, that although I thought it was nice that Oni got their own slate. They did. The they did. Yeah. Um, it was it, marketing was horrible. We we, we joked yep. about how if you watched only the trailers or the commercials, you thought it was an alien story. Actually, my brother who doesn't even read comics. Yep. Who. That, you know, no, knows nothing of the talk talk around it. He, I saw him today and told him I saw the movie, and he said, "Was that the alien movie? Like, yeah, yeah. it looks like they they discovered an alien in the Arctic, and now they're trouble." And it does nothing like that at all. In fact, it's a very slow moving, very somber murder mystery, which yeah. you know is not what people will expect. And I think maybe that has to do with it. People don't know expecting one thing coming into a totally different kind of film. It's totally different from the marketing. Right. Um, it's unfortunate. Although I, th- you know, I think it's something. If you wrote the book and had this made, if you wouldn't feel horrible. Oh yeah, no, I, I, I and I heard uh, Rucka talk about it on Around Comics. They interviewed him. and He was talking about it, and he, he said, he said personally, he is so close to it that he doesn't know whether it's good or not because he's so close to the material and to the production. He said, but the people he went to go see the screenings with all said, you know, that's it. It was a good movie. You know, and and they're probably being nice to him, but at right. the same time, um, you know, I thought it was like I have a hard time saying it's bad. No, I don't yeah. think it's. I don't think it's bad. I think it's yeah. average. Yeah. I think it's very middle of the road and average. Yeah. Whether or not you think that's bad or worse than bad, yeah. that's up to you. But I didn't. You know, I've certainly seen worse in the last year of comic book films. I wouldn't. Know, by no means put this at the bottom. I'd put it right in the middle of. Yeah. Of what we've seen so far, and yeah. And I, I think I think the people who are complaining about it should actually see it. Yeah. Because because no one's who's complaining at least on my fanboy has actually seen it. Yeah. Um. So all, all in all, I mean, it was it was all right. It was all right. Yeah. It was all right. I mean. It was okay. I, I don't know if I'd see it again. I don't know if I, I buy it, but I, I wasn't. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. It was just. It was. It, it happened. 
there were things about it I really enjoyed. Like, oh, I like that sequence, or I like that scene. Yeah. You know, things things about it that made me, you know, think it was worth going to see. Like, oh, that was good. Yeah. Or things I didn't like, and at the end of the day, it, it averaged out to being okay. Yeah, like a C. Yeah, yeah, it's a C, C plus maybe. Yeah, so, yeah. So. It's all right, so um, if you go to ifanboy.com, there's a discussion about Whiteout. We'd love to hear if, you saw, if you're one of the people who's one of the, one of the handful of people who but saw it. If you were with me in the theater, that yeah. means you were one of 29. Yeah, I, had, I, I saw it in San Francisco on Friday night at 945, and I had, um, I think, uh, when the movie started, there was maybe 15 people in the theater. Um, I, I saw the 745 screening in New York yeah. City on a Friday night, and when I got there, it was nobody else. Yeah. And when I left, there was about 30, 35 people in the, in the theater. Yeah. Which uh, interesting. Sorry, so. sorry, Greg. Hey, they got paid. They got paid. You know, I'm could, sure they're happy. Yeah, and Queen of Country's coming, so you know. And the thing is, they, they there's a there's a chance that they made more money off of this movie than they made off the book. Yep. True. You know, so good, good for them. Yeah, they deserve it. So, um, yeah. So go to ifanboy.com, talk about the movie, let us know what you think about it, and you can go check out all of our articles and all of our other podcasts. Normally, we're talking about comics and that sort of thing. Um, all at ifanboy.com. Uh, what is our next movie? It is the surrogates, right? Yes, and I'm it's gonna two weeks. and I'm gonna miss it because it's coming out when I'm on vacation. So well, you'll be out, you won't be off the show then. Yeah, exactly. But I'll be interested. Or we'll in get a surrogate, Ron. Oh, what I did there, clever, clever. <laughs> so, um, so right. yeah, so, so tune in in a couple of weeks to hear what we think of the surrogates. So until next time, I'm Ron. I'm Connor, and thanks for listening. It's snowing. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, you're right. It's not. It's hot actually. <laughs>